if it's worth it to you, then it's worth it. If it's worth it to you and, and you're really doing it for the right reasons, then then it's worth it. If not, I think that's when people get burned out and they have a negative association with dream chasing or habits or whatever it may be. We have really set some very large, audacious, impactful goals. And I think that's important and critical if we want to stretch and grow. But it also has to be understood what comes with that. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1042. It was Sunday's episode, Is Your Mindset Holding You Back? Today, for episode number 1043, one thing about dream chasing no one talks about. So, Alan and I actually had a different idea. We were going to go with a different topic today, but we are kind of riding the struggle bus with everything that's going on between the dieting and between the business and between all the things going on. And I'm leaving for Colorado next week. So we wanted to talk today about the pressure of dream chasing. I hung out with a buddy of mine last night and so we're recording this on Saturday And he just transitioned from corporate America to full-time entrepreneur. And we were having a real, it's interesting because you can really only have the conversation at the level of awareness the other person has. So once he started to become a full-time entrepreneur, a lot of things started to make sense to him that I've been doing for the last five years or however many years it's been. And we were talking last night and he said, it's so interesting that I might wake up And maybe I don't want to go do what I know I should do. And then I have that moment of, oh, there's no more paychecks coming. If I don't go do the necessary things today, there's no paychecks coming. And even if I do do the necessary things today, it doesn't mean there's any paychecks coming in the immediate future. And our goal is always to be as vulnerable and transparent as possible because while our lives are awesome and we get to do amazing things and we're in a good financial place now and we have more listens than we ever have and the team's amazing and we're losing weight and all that, there is a tremendous amount of pressure that comes with you being the beginning and the end of the line. And I think that people gloss over that, especially successful people, because you do get to a point eventually where you can kind of just ride the momentum. And if all of your needs, your basic human needs are taken care of, you forget what it was like to be struggling or feeling that pressure. So that was our goal today is just to jump on here. And oftentimes, and we've done this many times before, when we're struggling, we'll do an episode on growing pains. It's kind of like that in this episode, but I don't think a lot of people talk about the pressure that you're under when you are the the one that is in charge of everything. I coach uh, a lot of people that are the one. 
And we have a, an awesome business partnership so we can share the weight of the load, um, not only with each other, but also the team. And then now we have Christina as the COO. So she is taking on, I, I, I talked about this, Kevin, Christina, and I are kind of like a tripod. And if one leg falls, we all fall type of thing. But uh, the people that I coach who are sole proprietor business owners and they don't have business partners, I can only imagine how hard that is because one one client in particular, uh, it's really all up to him mm. and the pressures that come with that. So I want to take people behind the scenes here for a second. So I was looking down, if you were on YouTube, I was looking, excuse me, uh, I was looking down for like a while while Kevin was talking, Burps not because I was ignoring him, but because... I texted him some stuff this morning that I want to share with everyone because I want to bring you behind the scenes. Pull back the curtain. So I texted him a couple things. There was a few screenshots of things on my to-do list that I just need to purge off my to-do list because my to-do list right now probably has 50 things on it and I'm just overwhelmed. And I texted him this. So I said, hey man, had a tiny breakdown last night. Nothing crazy, but definitely a little more scarcity than I realized is optimal. And then the next text says, dieting sucks, LOL. (laughs) And then we had some Titanic references for whatever reason, which is hilarious. And I said this, um, (laughs) I am just over serving at the expense of what matters most to me. Whenever my purpose macro dashboard goes this long without an update, I know something's off. My purpose macro dashboard, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of like a spreadsheet that runs my entire life of all the things that matter most to me. I have a love score on there for my relationship with Emilia. I have my critical numbers on there for the things I want to master. I have my uh, peak performance tracker on there. If you're a new listener, peak performance tracking is just a habit tracker that we use uh, at NLU. But whenever I'm not updating those critical numbers and whenever I'm not checking out in order to check back in, right? And this is the analogy. I read this in Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Imagine a plane crashes in the jungle. You've heard me say this before, Kev. Mm. The, the um, analogy he uses is people immediately grab the machetes, the survivors, and they start uh, chopping through the bamboo of the jungle to try to get to water because they're like, if we don't find food or water, we're going to die. There's a village, and we know there's a village. We have, to, we have to get to it. And the pilot climbs a tree and sees that they're chopping vehemently and and like sweating and you know getting dehydrated and they're chopping in the wrong direction the village is over there and so every now and then what I try to do in my own life but also as CEO of Next Level University is climb the tree and take a look and see like okay we're all grinding but are we grinding in the right direction in the right way and also you know are we even chopping effectively and efficiently do we even know how to chop can we do a training on how to chop bamboo in this analogy right And so whenever I am not doing my purpose macro dashboard, that's an indicator that I'm over grinding at the expense of direction. Uh, Jim Rohn has a funny quote. He says, you don't want to just motivate someone because um, if you motivate them and they're headed in the wrong direction, they're actually going to head in the wrong direction faster. (laughs) Right. And so, so again, uh, to finish these texts off, I said, Whenever my purpose macro dashboard goes this long without an update, I know something's off because those are the things that are most important to me. And I told Kevin this. I said, the percentages that we created to achieve our goals are, I think, messing with me. 
um, and I'll provide context in a second. And I know we can do it. It's just so hard to do that with everything else on top of that, particularly having large fitness goals. So as of this moment in time, um, and this isn't about me, but I want everyone thinking about themselves, like I'm 143 days in a row of exercise. And while that is awesome and I am grateful and I really, you know, am proud of that genuinely. And there's a part of me that's so pumped about that. And physically, I feel great. I feel like an athlete again. Seriously. I mean, I was playing knockout with Emilia in the basketball court yesterday. And we were just, I mean, it was 55 to nothing. And she told me not to take it easy on her. So it's all good. But, and she's new to basketball. But the point is, is I finally feel like an athlete again. And, and really, truly do. And I feel great about my, my physique and my body. And I feel good in my body. But, and this is the big important but, Kevin and I recently did an exercise that I've been doing with a lot of my clients, and maybe we'll do an episode on this at some point. I don't know. But we reverse engineered the percent growth rate that we need in order to achieve our long-term goals. So by 2035, we have some large financial goals and we have some large impact goals. And excuse me, obviously those are connected because the more finances you earn, the more you can reinvest in the business, team, equipment, all that, and so you can scale. And so ultimately, impact is the goal. But these are very large goals and we reverse engineered the exact daily percentage that we must hit in order to achieve those, those goals by 2035. And what I told Kevin was, I think the percentages are running me rather than me running the percentages because yesterday we had 870 listens and that's a lot of impact. That's awesome, right? We would have, we would have loved 870 listens two years ago. That would have been unbelievable, but we were still only at 0.13% growth which is below what we need in order to achieve our our impact goal 13 years from now. And so uh, without getting too deep down the rabbit hole here, we have really set some very large, audacious, impactful goals. And I think that's important and critical if we want to stretch and grow. But it also has to be understood what comes with that. And what comes with that is it's really cool to say I've worked out 143 days in a row. That is cool, seriously. But it's so unreasonably difficult when you're doing everything else too. And I just think don't people don't talk enough about that, right? We have this joke. Uh, Amy actually resent this. in. We have a, a WhatsApp group on the team, the NLU team. It's called hashtag out here Jeffin. And it's essentially where we are playful. Because in WhatsApp, most of the departments are like, you know, constantly building momentum and there's champions, all that. But out here, Jeff and is for fun really is what this group is. And Amy posted a meme in there, uh, just the other day. And it, it says quit my nine to five. And it's like a really happy guy with a laptop. It's like an older guy. You might've seen this meme on the internet if you're listening. And, uh, and then it, there's below, it's like him with a sad face. And it says, now I work 24 <laughs> seven. And that's literally what it's like sometimes, you know? Um, and I think that to, to the point Kevin opened this episode with that person who did quit their nine to five, like he's going to realize, okay, I quit my nine to five. And honestly, that's awesome. And, and it was awesome when I did that too. But trust me, this entrepreneurial game comes with some stuff that a lot of people don't talk about. And that stuff is, okay, no one's knocking down your door to go get to work, but I'll tell you what, you are always, always, always under pressure to go and perform. And, you know, there's no, the buck stops with you. There's no one that's going to pay your paycheck if you need to take a few days. And so 
Um, obviously you can have a supportive team that can be there for you. And there's a lot we can talk about with that, but the, the responsibility, the pressure, the accountability, the self-discipline required to achieve big goals when no one's looking over your shoulder. Um, it's, it's very, very difficult. And I think for those entrepreneurs out there or those people who are chasing big goals and dreams, it's really difficult. Hi everyone. Um, it was so awesome to meet you, um, during our, our group coaching um, G6. The reason I signed up in the first place is that I've been really doing self-improvement in all of my adult life, but I've been doing it on my own. I've been reading books. I watch, you know, read books and, you know, listen to podcasts and everything, but signing up for group coaching is having a group of people all working towards the same thing, bettering their lives financially, you know, health wise, um, relationships, just all of it, the full package. So I believe everyone could benefit from, um, group coaching. doesn't matter, you know, how successful, successful you've been in the past. Um, how many other groups that you've joined up, this is something different. Um, I absolutely know that, that Kevin and Alan are changing lives and will do so much more. And I can't wait to see where this goes. Thanks. Bye everyone. We, we were on the team call recently. And as you know, if you listen, we do our team call every Wednesday. And I said, Alan, can you cover for me on something when I'm away in Colorado? And Alan said, you haven't taken a week off in like five years. And I was like, Alan, I don't think I've taken a full day off in five years. I mean, I don't, (laughs) I don't think I've taken a full day off where I haven't done something on my system of success. I don't think I have. Yeah, same. and I and I said my goal is to get everything done. The, the minimum, like in Colorado, is like can I can I track the listens? Can I track the finances? Can I try to post the? Show? I'm not going to be doing coaching calls or anything like that. But how do I try to keep momentum? And that's a level of pressure. Like that's a lot For of sure. pressure. I'm going to be out in Colorado, you know, eloping and making memories with Taryn. It's like in the back of my mind, it's going to be like, okay, what what can I? Is there anything I can do today to keep momentum? And I think that's just. I, you know what I think, Alan? I wonder if people set their goals based on how much pressure they want to be under for how long. Because it's very, it would be very easy for us to say, like, you know what? Maybe this, maybe this isn't the the thing. Like, let's let's change our goals and make them smaller. And then there you go, your pressure gets lower, and you don't have to you don't have to shoulder as much weight. So that's the through line. That's the point. That's the intention for me in this episode is just to understand that while. While becoming a dream chaser, especially if you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm doing this because I want to have time freedom and I want to have location freedom and I want to have just ultimate freedom, understand that the only way to get freedom is to grind for a long enough time where you can actually get freedom. Mm -hmm. And it's that weird thing where you're not necessarily going to transition out of what you were doing into freedom. There is going to be some sort of mud that you have to crawl through in order to get that new positive there's gonna have to be some sort of resistance that you crawl through in order to get that positive but i think the second part is it's if it's worth it to you then it's worth it if it's worth it to you and and you're really doing it for the right reasons then then it's worth it if not i think that's when people get burned out and they have a negative association with dream chasing or habits or whatever it may be well i think it's also a fundamental misunderstanding of there's no such thing as something for nothing yeah um I, I think that, you know, Steve Jobs used to talk a lot about this. He used to say, 
you know, most people who end up really successful in the eyes of society, quote unquote, are people who love what they do. And I want to clarify this for a second. This is my words, not Steve's. And then I'll go back into the Steve monologue. But you don't know you love something because you always want to do it. Seriously. Um, You know, just because it doesn't mean you don't love your intimate partner because you don't want to make the bed again. You don't want to do the dishes, right? I I don't, just because, just because we don't want to podcast at 9.15 a.m. this morning does not mean we don't love podcasting. Because here's how you know you love something, and I've said this many times before, but I think this is one of the most important lessons in the entire world. You don't know you love something because you always want to do it. No one always wants to do anything. Certainly not anything, you know, that's good for you. <laughs> um but you do know you love something when you're always glad you did. I've never regretted a single episode we've done. Yeah. Even though I there I did not want to record today. I hate 9.15 a.m. recordings. Yeah. I, I get up it. at 6. I went to bed at midnight. I got up at 6 a.m. and drove an hour home and then started working. And then here we are. It's like, I didn't want to do this. Right. <laughs> I didn't want to do this at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But we will be glad we did. And I think that's proof that we love podcasting. It's the things that you want to do quote unquote and then after you regret it that you got to be careful of or the things that you don't want to do and then you still regret it which could be your nine to five or whatever job you're at and so to to get back to what steve was saying he says the the people who end up super 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 successful are the people who love what they do because if you don't love what you do to at least want to be better at it and do it even when you don't want to do it and you know, it fulfills you because it's deeply meaningful work, then of course you're going to quit because you're sane. You know, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of worrying. These are his words. It's like, of course, of course you're going to quit if you don't love it. When he got fired from Apple, and if you don't know Steve Jobs' story, I'll just paraphrase here, but when he got fired from Apple, he said, that's the reason I went back is because I I still loved what I did. I thought about going and doing something else, but I still loved what I did. And I think that for Kevin and I, I want to make this as clear as possible to anyone who's watching or listening, our community, we love what we do. That is why we can grind like this. Mm. Now, we don't love every second of it, seriously. Like a, like a lot of it is really sucky, okay? And it's so important to say that, but it is worth it. And I never, I that's one of the things I was struggling with because Kevin was talking to me before this. He's like, well, do we lower the goal? Is that is that a breaking point? Like, should we should we decide maybe 0.15% growth per day is is you know good or healthy? Should, you know, do we want to see red marks on our spreadsheets for the next 13 years? You know, <laughs> um, and I'm like, no, I think we can do it. I'm not ready to give up that goal yet. I'm not ready to lower the target yet because that's what most people do. Most people, when they're under pressure, they lower the target. And and I do think that that's important if you're, and I'll give you an example. The retreat this year that we were going to do, we moved it. Mm-hmm. And the reason we moved it is because we were under too much pressure. And the, like that pressure, you want to put yourself in the pressure cooker. We used to talk about this a lot on the Hyperconscious Podcast. You need to be in the pressure cooker if you want to grow, but you don't want to get cooked to death. You know? <laughs> and um, And I think that if we had done the retreat and next level live we probably would have gotten cooked to death um and then there would be no podcast so uh no but seriously you know check in on this do i love what i do enough to want to be better at it do i love what i do enough to to grind it out 
is this even worth it to me? Is this going to be worth it to me? Because I do think that I want everyone to stretch and grow, but I don't want them to do it at the at the expense of their their mental health. Mm. And I think that I've unintentionally at times and and this is hard for me because with certain clients or certain individuals, I think I I think I've not only done it at the detriment of my own mental health at times, but I've definitely pushed people beyond their comfort zone probably more than than what was mentally healthy at times. And so um I don't want that for anybody. I think I think you need to figure out what size goals. The the bigger the goals, the more the pressure. The more the pressure, the harder it's going to be to maintain holistic well being. And you got to find the right size goals for you. And you know, t- the last thing I'll say here is quickly, Kevin, quickly. Christina, and I are a team. And I I checked in with Christina because she's recently gotten promoted to chief operating officer. And I said, Christina, like this is not an easy life. Like, this is going to be a lot. And, you know, we're not trying to, like, build a podcast. We're, we're building a, a, a global business. And I just want you to know, like, this needs to be something you really want to do because it's going to be more fulfilling, I believe, than anything you've ever done. But I also think it'll be more challenging than anything you've ever done. More challenging than I can even fathom myself. So I don't know how to articulate that to her. So she's game and she's like, yeah, hell yeah, let's rock and roll. But... Um, I think that's what, something we all have to check in with. I concur. Speaking of pressure, we have four minutes to get to our next meeting. I am on a podcast. You have a coaching call. Next Level Nation, as always, we love you. We appreciate you. What is tomorrow's episode? Tomorrow's episode is last week's live podcast, episode number 1044. What are you saying about yourself to yourself like I said, as always, we love you. We appreciate you. We are grateful for each and every one of you. Hopefully, you are having a wonderful, wonderful week. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Lazarus 88 Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.